0: Did Jesus ever sin? Did Mary ever sin? Excellent. My homily's over. <laughs> Today, we celebrate a special feast in which we celebrate that Mary was created without sin. But what's interesting is that Mary also was saved by Jesus. So I want, to think, I want you to think about falling into sin as if kind of falling into a pit. Let's say you're walking in the middle of the woods and you fall into this pit and you can't get out. And Jesus comes by and he, he takes his hand, he pulls you out of the pit. What would it mean for Jesus to pull you out of the pit if that pit was sin? That means that Jesus would what? He'd save you from your sin. Jesus saves us from our sin by pulling us out, right? And he does that through, through what? Does anyone remember how Jesus forgives our sins? Where does he forgive our sin? Does anyone know? Reconciliation. Very good. When else does Jesus forgive us of our sins? This usually happens when we're babies. When does Jesus pull us out of the pit from the devil? When does that happen? Yeah. When we get baptized. baptized. So I want all of you to repeat after me. When I was baptized, baptized. Jesus saved me from the pit of sin. sin. And I love Jesus because of it. Now let me ask you a question. When was Mary saved from sin? Right? Mary never sinned, but how was she saved from sin? Does anyone know How Mary was saved from sin? This is a very tricky question. Yep, Jesus told us she was free from original sin. Let's say Mary's walking through and she's about to fall into a pit, right? If we were in the pit and Jesus pulled us out, how do you think God saved Mary from from the pit? Does anyone know? Maybe some some of the older kids might know this one. What did you say? Brilliant. One of the best answers. By saving her before she fell into the pit. So Jesus saves Mary from falling into the first place. Right? She's walking along and God says, no, I will not allow you to fall into the pit with the devil. Because I have a special plan for you and I love you. We need to remember in a special way that in the first reading, right, there's a special line that I don't know if we were able to hear. God says to Satan that there is going to be a woman that you'll have no part of. You can't do anything about this woman, and her and her son are going to crush you. You know who that is in Genesis who were they talking about? Does anyone remember? Who do you think that the, the author of Genesis was talking about, what God was talking about? Who was it? Mary and Jesus. I want you to repeat after me. Mary and, Mary and Jesus crushed the head of Satan. You know how powerful that is? That we have a mother in Mary who's never been tainted by sin. We have a powerful mother who is filled with God's light and love. What does this mean for us practically? I want to offer two points. One, very important, Mary, because she's filled with God's love, can help us to love with our whole heart and not to pull back and to try to be selfish. And I'm talking about purity of heart. So one thing that I can, one way of I can illustrate purity of heart is this: sometimes when we ask someone for something, we might actually not really be honest with them, right? Has anyone had that experience where you're you're trying to have a friendship, but maybe you you want to take something for yourself, but you really don't love the person? Has anyone had that experience? So let's say, for example, I'm being really nice to my mom. I'm really being really nice to my dad or my teacher. But I really don't care about them. I just want something from them. Has anyone had that experience? Right? That's awesome, right? That's actually not awesome. All right. So I'm just saying awesome that you're raising your hands and being honest. So this is the impurity of our hearts. That we don't love people. We use them to get what we want. And maybe for some of the older boys and the, and the men in here, this is what we sometimes do with girls and with, with women. We don't really want to love them. We want to grab something from them. What Mary saves us from, she saves us from that selfishness. I should say Mary in a special way can help us to to avoid that kind of selfishness. And so one of the things I want to encourage you to do is if you're having a hard time loving someone, maybe it's your mom, maybe it's your dad, maybe it's your teacher, maybe it's your colleague, you can ask Mary in a special way To help you love them with your whole heart and not with a divided heart. To help you to seek to love other people. The second thing I want to encourage all of us to do is to pray for our country. Does everyone know? that? I don't even know if everyone knows this. Our country is dedicated to the Immaculate Conception of Mary. From the beginning, the bishops dedicated this country to the Immaculate Conception. And so I want us to pray for our country as well so we can be free from any impurity and we can love God with everything we, we have rather than to kind of be selfish. Okay? So how many of you, how many of you want to now pray to Mary to, help her, have to have her help you to love other people? How many of you want Mary to help you love other people? Okay? I see that hardly any of the adults have their hands raised Very disappointing. I'm just kidding. All right. So I want all of us to pray right now. Close your eyes and we're going to pray together. And I want you to just simply repeat this little prayer after me and try to pray this from your heart Jesus, thank you for saving me from the pit of sin. Thank you for giving me a second chance. And today, I thank you for saving Mary from the pit of sin. Mary, I thank you for saying yes to Jesus. And I ask you to to help me to love others. Help me to, to be free from selfishness. And I ask Mary that you pray for our country. Free us from anything that would harm us. So that we can bring glory to God everywhere. Thank you, Mary. And I love you. Amen.